Welcome to a new year and a new season of Medium Well with Psychic Sharon Rose. We are going to talk about how you start your day. Do you choose to get up every morning being positive? Are you aware it's your choice to get up feeling fresh and ready to go? or to be negative? Well, guess what? It is your choice. It's not the weather in the morning that's going to affect your mood or Facebook reading negative things or watching the news or your kids or your partners who are responsible for your good or bad moods. It's really just you. Sharon is going to share some tips and tricks on how to lead a happier life so your intuition can grow and your life can improve. Really, you need to be able to trust yourself. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to uh, Medium Well with Psychic Life Coach and Medium Sharon Rose. I am so excited for this year, 2022. Here we are. Today is the very first podcast for this year and for our new series, which is going to be dealing with emotions. Now, we just wrapped up the series on, on narcissism. And how to recognize a narcissism, if you have one in a narcissist, if you have one in your life, uh, what the tendencies look like, what, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But now what I want to talk to you about, I want to talk to you about emotions. So for the rest of this month, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about how we set our day, because a lot of it has to do with your intuition and your ability to actually allow yourself to make some choices and stick to it. One of the things that I learned when I went to college in England was that I was missing discipline. I was lacking discipline. And there are so many people out there right now that want to develop their psychic selves, but they don't have discipline. And the discipline starts with how you choose to set yourself up every day when you get out of bed. So how do you do that? How do you wish to feel when you wake up each day? Are you even conscious of it? The reason I'm asking you that is because you can go to work to an office It's the same weather outside, the same weather, uh, the same news, et cetera, et cetera. And you can go to work in an office with 10 people and there'll be 10 different kinds of moods. Some won't talk to anybody. Some will be grumpy. Some will be really happy and loud and aggressive. And you'll be like, get away from me. Some will be just basically cheerful. Some are chatty. Some are quiet. Everybody's different. How do they make the choice? How do you make the choice? Are you even aware that you're making a choice? You're making a choice. So how do you choose to wish to feel when you wake up each day? So do you see the day ahead? And as soon as you think about the day ahead, you bury your head under the covers and try to hide and you're feeling dread in your stomach. Maybe you check the weather right away. You look out the window just to see what's it look like out there. Did it snow? Do I have to shovel? Is it going to be cold? The road's going to be good because I have to drive to work. You're going to have all of that going on. Maybe as soon as you wake up, you're checking with those you live with and choosing how you feel according to what their mood is. And that's a possibility. And that happens a lot. Do you check the news on the weather station or the news and the weather? Do you, first thing you do is you either turn on your phone or turn on your TV and you check the news and the weather to see what's going on in the world out there. And you set your mood according to that. I can tell you right now, that's probably the worst thing you could do because What you're doing is you're cutting away the ability for you to use your intuition to choose how to have the day unfold for you. What you're doing is you're giving away your power. Every time you sit and watch the news, you're giving away your power. Have you noticed that? You feel, especially, I don't know, it just seems like this last couple of years has been a little rough and particularly around things like health and wellness and the weather and well, everything. 
But the news stations tend to be the most negative voices out there. And when we make that our very first experience in a day, that can be really challenging to keep your day together and not end up feeling like yuck. Do you check Facebook as soon as you're awake? Is that the first thing you do is grab your phone and you're now you're stuck to your phone for the rest of the day? There are so many options as to how you can wake up in the day and have the most incredible, fabulous, fantastic day. Uh, and, and sometimes we look at those people that are around us and we're like, how are they so happy? They really annoy me. They really tick me off. And sometimes we continue the story of the day before. So we drag into our experience the same story we went to sleep with. So when we wake up, all of a sudden, we're just in a crappy place and we're thinking life sucks. We're feeling down. And pretty soon before we know it, we're off to see the doctor to be treated for depression and or to be treated for some type of ailment that's going on in our bodies because we're just down all the time. So what I want to do for this month, so that'll be the next four sessions, because we are, we post every Thursday uh, on the Medium Well page. What I want to do is for the next four weeks, I want to focus on emotions. How are we unraveling our emotions? How are we understanding what our choices are? Do we even have a choice? How many of us don't even realize that we have the power of choice? You know, that's the one thing that sets us apart from all the other species on the planet. We can choose. We think our cats are choosing, you know, my cat wants to have dinner now because she's hungry uh, or our dogs are choosing. I want to go out because I have to go to the bathroom. But those are instinctual. Those are intu intuition and instinct for those animals. And they work with that type of information. Now, yes, our animals are very tuned in. So in our world, we call that psychic. But they're not, and they don't have the ability to make choices the way we have the ability to make choices. And when it comes down to your emotions, you are constantly making choices. So, what do you think would happen uh, to start your day if you were to change your mind? So, that's what we're going to call this particular series changing your mind emotionally, emotionally changing your mind. Change your mind about how you want to get up in the morning. Because let's face it, when you open your eyes in the morning after an evening of rest, a night of rest, do you really want to start your day in a good place? Have you got all kinds of plans you're making for the day and all kinds of things you'd like to do? And you just say, Oh, I can't. I just can't. I just don't have the energy. Oh, something must be wrong with me. And you come up with 10,000 excuses why you're not doing them. I'm not talking about those of you that have to get into your cars and drive to work in the morning either. I'm talking about those of you that maybe have home-based businesses or that are home caretakers. And you wake up and you just feel like you're on this treadmill and you're just going on and on and on. And your day goes by and you go to bed and you get up the next day and it's the same thing. And you're just, oh, I don't want to do this. You ever feel like that? I felt like that. I've had those experiences where I'm just like, oh, I just, I can't, I just can't. And I run a home-based business. So, you know, discipline is something that is required in my field. I also noticed something else. And this was something that I learned as I was growing in my uh, intuition and I was growing in my teaching. And particularly when I was studying in England, I started to really understand that my emotions, how I choose to emote in the world will affect my intuitive capabilities. Now, are you finding are you are you finding yourself just not feeling very intuitive? You finding that you just feel like, oh God, there's I don't have intuition. There's no such thing. Or do you think, oh, that person over there, they don't have intuition. There's no such thing. Psychic self, that's just bunk. Well, I'm here to tell you that it's not just bunk. When I was in England, 
and I was in in the college there. One of the things that we did every day, um, because, you know, when you're an intuitive and you're a psychic, you can sometimes get sloppy. And I'm not talking about just sloppy thinking or I'm talking about and I'm not talking about just intuitives either, but we get sloppy in our choices. So in other words, somebody walks into the room and they're really gorgeous. If we have a basic kind of a jealousy aspect in our character and all of a sudden we're jealous because that person just looks so good and they look so healthy and they look so cheerful and we don't feel like that. I had a rough night's sleep. You're just like, oh, groan. Or somebody comes in the room and they're talking and they're all happy and they're really motivated and, and excited about what they're doing in their day. And you're like, ah, be quiet. <laughs> you're tiring me out. We just don't have the tolerance because we're not caretaking ourselves. So we don't have the tolerance in that moment to be kind. We just don't have that ability. And so we're making the choice to react to other stimulus around us instead of taking action and saying, okay, I really, I want to be, I want to be happy. I want to have a good day. And you know, think about money in our capitalistic society, people are always focused on money and they give money actually life. It's just a tool, just like my microphone or my TV or a pen. They're just tools, but we use things like that to set our emotional center. If I don't have enough money for something today, I'm going to be really unhappy. If I have enough money for something today, I'm going to be really happy. But it's all about the money. You don't believe that you can make the choice for how your day is set emotionally yourself. There has to be something to do with the money. Or if the car breaks down when you're on your way to work. Oh my God, that ruined my day. Instead of looking at the other side of the coin. And there is another side to the coin. Now, give you an example. And I don't want this to be long because we're going to be talking about emotions for the whole month, every Thursday, pop on and take a listen to the next step. I'm going to give you all kinds of solutions on how to feel better uh, in your emotional center and how to get out of bed feeling good. So for example, I have a client who is really struggling and getting out of bed, (laughs) just having a really hard time. And she said, I set my alarm at least six times before I finally get out of bed. Now, granted, she has to go to work early and it's winter and she doesn't want to get out of bed because it's cold, but she has a job and without her job, she's not going to have any income. Without her income, she's not going to be able to keep her apartment. Without her apartment, she's homeless. So she wakes up and she has just gone through some difficult emotional challenges with a relationship. So that might be having an impact on her as well. But she says she's always had this issue. It's difficult for her to get out of bed. So when we were talking, I said to her, I said, well, what is something that you would really, really like to do for yourself that you just haven't done? And she came up with a few things. One of them that she came up with was getting a manicure and a pedicure. And we were heading into the holidays. It was just about holiday time. I think there was two weeks or so left before the holidays hit. And she was going to get time off during the holidays. So she was going to have a couple of weeks and wouldn't have to get up every morning at six o'clock or 6.30, whatever time she had to get up. She'd be able to do whatever she wanted to do. She could sleep till noon if she wanted to was on holidays. But she had, a, she was working in an industry that was very busy during this time before the holidays. So she had to get out of bed and get to work. So I suggested to her, I said, why don't you set a goal that you're going to get out of bed the first time your alarm goes off for the rest of this week, we were talking on a Monday, and on Friday, reward yourself. 
This is just one tip. One thing you can do. Now it's literally bribing yourself. It's bribing your emotional center. So it's not the most permanent method, but it'll help you wake up with an idea that you can, you deserve a good thing. You could deserve a gift. And so she did that. She set her alarm. And what she did is she booked her mani-pedi for the Friday ahead, because after that she was off work for the holidays. And every morning she found herself bouncing out of bed, getting up, having just the best day, working her butt off because, again, the industry she's involved in is very busy just before the holidays. And on Friday, she went and got a mani-pedi knowing full well she earned it by being disciplined and by taking care of her time in the morning. And she also found that she was more effective, more efficient. She wasn't dragging her butt around, feeling sorry for herself. She was awake when she got up. She went to work, she was effective, she was cheerful, and she got the jobs done that she had to take care of. That's just one example of how one of my clients, just in a very quick period of time, took charge of her emotional center in the morning. And there's more permanent solutions that I'm going to share with you. But one of the things that you can do is is check with your environment when you're sleeping. Make that a priority. Go to your bedroom, make sure it's not cluttered. Make sure there's lots of space around your bed. Wash the sheets and the pillowcases if necessary. Take a feel for your pillow. Do you have a pillow that's really comfortable? If not, get a new pillow. Are you warm enough when you sleep or are you too warm? And check the environment around you. Because when you go to bed at night, you want the ultimate comfort. You want to max out on the comfort. And to do that, you need the environment to be clear. Understand something. If you wake up in a cluttered environment where you're, you know, and you got maybe laundry all over the floor or you haven't dusted the room for a while or the carpet's maybe dirty or something's not comfortable in that room, get those things taken care of because that will have an impact on how you wake up in the morning because as soon as you look around, you go, oh, my house is such a mess. And it doesn't feel good. And you do bury your head under the, under the covers. One of the things that we learned to do a lot in England was meditation. And I had meditated before. I learned how to meditate through the Buddhist, but I didn't really, I wasn't consistent. Okay. I, I had a practice and I was consistent for a short period of time. But by the time I went to England, I was no longer consistent. Well, in England, we were consistent every day. We meditated as a group. I meditated on my own. I was there in the fall when it was just beautiful, beautiful weather. It was kind of crisp, but it was still warm in the daytime. And I would go and sit out underneath one of the big trees there and, and I would meditate. And I found that as I meditated, my energy rose, it elevated my mood and it elevated the way that I was feeling so that when I went to bed at night, I found myself feeling really good about the day I had just had and anticipating a positive day tomorrow. But if I hadn't meditated, I might have just, I'm a clear cognitive, and we're going to talk about that too. But I get downloads of data. I get information. I'm detail-oriented that way and very practical, very logical. And my intuition core is clear cognizance. So I can think myself into a frenzy, just like any of you. And when we lay in bed at night, if we're uncomfortable in our room, and comfortable on our bed. We've had a day where we're just regretting the day and going, oh, it's such a crappy day. We're going to think too much. Our brains won't stop. We're not going to rest well. We're going to wake up tired and we're going to feel sorry for ourselves. Anybody been there? Anybody got that hands? Yeah. <laughs> I know you raised your hand. I just raised mine. 
So what you want to do is you want to have an environment, first of all, that is comfortable for sleeping. And then when you do go to bed, what you want to do is review the day. Now, this is really important. And uh, Abraham Hicks refers to it as a rampage of appreciation. And I have used it for years with myself, for myself and with my clients. And what uh, Abraham Hicks has suggested is when you go to bed at night, lay in bed, close your eyes, visualize your day that you just experienced and offer up appreciation for every little thing. Appreciation for the meals that you had the opportunity to eat. Appreciation for the people that you were able to talk with. Appreciation for the bed that you have and the pillow that you're sleeping on. Appreciation for the home that you're in and the safety that you have in the world where you it's maybe not great weather outside, but you're safe and sound and snug in your bed. Offer up appreciation also for the things that didn't work out. Appreciation for the flat tire that you had. Appreciation for the person that disrespected you in that grocery store. Appreciation for something that just didn't go well that day. Offer up appreciation for all the things that didn't go well either. And in that vein, ask yourself with the flat tire, for example, what is it I need to know? Now, this is an experience that I actually had. I was coming home from doing a clearing in a, in a residency here in my town. And it was 930 at night. So it was dark out because it was in late fall. And I got a flat tire. And I had to pull into this pizza joint that into their parking lot because I really had to get off my tire. Um, and I uh, might drive a fairly big vehicle. And I had no idea what to do. I didn't have a clue. I, I mean, I'd never had a flat tire on that vehicle before. And there was a group of young men kind of dressed very, very casual, very kind of like they got like like country or like country work dress or workmen. They dressed, I guess, dressed like workmen. And I, it was dark and I was sitting in my truck and and one of the gentlemen came over and tapped on my window and I rolled my window down. And he says, looks like you could use some help. And I said, I sure could. And those guys, there were six or seven of them, they got together, each of them, they had stopped at this pizza place, they had just gotten off work, they were a construction crew that were building a home, some were plumbers, some were electricians, and some were carpenters, etc. They took turns going in and eating their meal and having their beer or whatever. Well, the other ones worked on changing my tire and they all shifted off. So they all got some, some food while it was still hot. And they literally changed my tire and got me back on the road. Honest to goodness, that could have been the worst moment of my life or it could have been the best moment of my life. Now, number one, I firmly believe that because I was just, I was in a place in my life when that day happened, that I was feeling really good. I was really happy and I was having a good day and I was having just a lot of fun. Whenever I do any spiritual work, I'm always, always happy. And I believe that those young men were in the right place at the right time for me because I was in the right frame of mind and I had chosen earlier that day to have a good day. You wouldn't think that would include a flat tire. But what it did when I did my rampage of appreciation that night is I offered up appreciation for those young men for helping me change my tire. And I realized that it restored my faith in people in the world. It restored my faith in the fact that our communities will, will stand up and they will support one another. And I, because I had chosen to have a good day that day, had an extraordinary day. But instead of dragging around the story, now listen to me carefully here. 
Instead of dragging around the story of, oh my God, you're not going to believe what happened to me yesterday. I got a flat tire at 930 last night. Thank goodness there was some guys that changed it for me. And I wasn't sure. You know, I'm, And you take that story and you repeat it, and repeat it and repeat it over and over and talk about woefully how you had this experience instead of only focusing on, hey, you know what? I got a flat tire last night and these guys changed it for me. And I had no idea that we still had that connection to humanity with one another. And it really was stored my faith in in ourselves as humans that's a different way to tell the story you see the two different ways to tell the story i chose the higher road instead of the lower road i chose in that experience to really appreciate my story but that comes from the discipline that i was taught in england where i was taught if you're going to do this kind of work sharon you better be in your higher best self now this whole conversation that we're going to have this month is going to be about your intuitive center it's going to be about your emotional impact on the world and the impact of everyone else on you and how you can make the choices to be your better best self and how you are growing your intuitive aspect whenever you're having a good day but you can't have a good day if you get out of bed in the morning, look out the window and go, oh my God, it's snowing. I'm just going to have a terrible day. You can't have a good day if you turn on the news and it depresses you. You can't have a good day if you don't take charge of the day. So when you choose how you wake up in the morning and you choose that emotion, just know that there's not much that can go wrong. I'm going to talk to you down the road here in January as well about manifesting. I mean, maybe there's something exciting. Maybe you're expecting to hear from somebody in the, you know, you're maybe you're looking for a job and you're anticipating that somebody's going to get back to you soon, you hope, to respond to your resume that you sent out. And maybe there's one job you just really, really, really want, but you applied for three or four of them. When you wake up in the morning with a feeling of dread, there's a very good chance nobody's going to call. And I'm not kidding. But if you wake up in the morning with a feeling of joy and anticipation and you just know you're going to get the perfect job for you because you put it out there, you said the perfect job is out there for me and I'm going to do that and I'm choosing to feel good about this experience. Guess what? You'll get maybe more than one call and you'll have options as to what job you get to take. Okay, so listen up for next Thursday because we're going to continue on with this conversation and I'll give you some more tips and tricks. But number one, Reward yourself. When you find yourself changing your habits and patterns in how you wake up in the morning, reward yourself. Clean that room up. Get that bed cleaned up. Make sure the sheets are clean. Make sure that you're comfortable when you're sleeping. And do that rampage of appreciation before you go to bed. And when you wake up in the morning, because you'll be sleeping in that higher best self, when you wake up in the morning, you'll find yourself feeling better already. I'll see you next week. And until then, you take care. Stay warm. Signing off. Bye-bye for now. Thank you for listening to another episode of Medium Well with Psychic Sharon Rose. If you love listening to this podcast, we have one little favor to ask you. Please follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. If you love learning from Sharon, well, she's got a few great courses that are ongoing. Why don't you register for Kitchen Witchin? It's on now. All you have to do for more information is go to kitchenwitchin.ca. Or if you'd like to book an appointment with Sharon for a reading, or if you'd like to know more about Sharon, her psychic services, coaching sessions, and more workshops, go to SharonRose.com. That's Sharon with a Y. We'll talk to you next time.